0: Each Friday morning at 845, the George Real Estate Group presents the Hometown Hero Award to someone in our community who goes above and beyond to make our hometown a better place to live. Here's this week's Hometown Hero Show. It's 845, and y'all know what we do every Friday morning at 845. We salute our George Real Estate Group Hometown Hero, and we put that word in plurality this morning hometown heroes right Noah
1: absolutely and every Friday morning it's a privilege and honor to gather around the mic and honor some of the most incredible uh, men and women that serve this community uh through the hometown hero series it
0: really is and uh, we appreciate the George Real Estate Group bringing it to us every Friday morning. How's the real estate market in, uh, in during the holidays?
1: Oh, it's still busy as ever. And you know, one thing I want to remind people is the real estate market's still happening. I know the news out there saying the sky's falling, nothing's happening because of these, you know, seven and eight seven and eight percent interest rates. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, in the last three months in Henderson County, we've had over forty percent of the homes sell with cash. And so the cash buyers are still coming in. Uh, We've had a slight drop. About 24% of our sales are uh, 24% less sales this year versus last year. However, we've had a 9% appreciation, and that's due to the low inventory levels. But our average single-family home price in Henderson County is over $517,000 right now.
0: Wow. Wow. Uh, get us in touch with the George Real Estate. You've helped over 1,300 families, I know.
1: It's been a privilege and honor. And, uh, you know, the joke is I'm an overnight success. It's taken 18 years of showing up every day. Uh, but, you know, very grateful to serve the community. We And if we can help in any way, give us a call at 828 393 0134. Find us online at realestatebygreg.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We podcast all of our radio shows. Uh, you can find that on your favorite podcast platform. And then our office is uh, right next to the Flat Rock Bakery, the Wrinkled Egg, uh, Hubba Hubba Barbecue, Campfire Grill, uh, the George Real Estate Group's there on Rainbow Row. And say happy Thanksgiving to all the crew. Well, what a Thanksgiving it was. I yeah. mean, and I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And Leftover day. That's today, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we want
0: to welcome a whole bunch of people in the uh, WHKP Real Country Studios this morning. First off, my good friend, Mike Morgan, who's the uh, Chief Communications Officer for Henderson County. Mike, uh, it's an honor to gather here today with all these heroes in the room.
2: Randy, we appreciate you, buddy. And it's funny, Monday night, you said, man, come up there. You need to be the hero for us for what's been happening here in the county. I said, listen, I'm not a hero. I'm far from it, but I will find you some, and I got a whole bunch of them behind
0: Boy, me. You sure do, yeah. and I really appreciate that. I, it, can you, uh, you guys yeah. run down the list of... There's like uh, many different organizations and and people in here who helped to fight the Poplar Drive wildfire. That's
2: right. Started back on Friday, November the 3rd, and literally these folks behind me have been on the front lines since day one. We have got with us today Robert Griffin. He's a chief of the Edenville Fire Department. got Kevin Waldrop, Henderson County Fire Marshal. Andrew Starling with Henderson County Sheriff's Department. Ira Peskin and Michael Cheek from the Forest Service. So right here you've got all these guys. We're so, so instrumental. And, and fighting that fire over the last few weeks
0: that uh that took about two weeks to get under control right and 434 acres is that right
2: you know my official word is i'll let the forest service answer that question no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> chief, i can ask that all the time i but let, let's do bring up chief griffin first because again he was you talk about first on the scene chief griffin was the first on the scene back friday on november 3rd so chief come on up
0: chief of the edneyville fire department chief griffin thank you so much for uh man your your eyes are still red i know you didn't sleep much there but we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for uh battling that blaze tell us about it in your own words well,
3: uh, thank you for the opportunity to, to be here um it's one of those things it's that time of year you're know, trying to get everybody to, to be cautious when they are doing stuff and we always try to prepare for the worst and it, we did see that this year and yeah it was maybe a little bit worse than what we had even tried to prepare for
1: had you ever ex- experienced anything like this before
3: um yes and no we've experienced fires of, of large size the closest thing like this was a party rock fire that you know was in a back cave area lake lure chimney rock uh this one gave us maybe a little bit more struggles than some of the houses to try to get to and protect because of the, the topography and the, the narrow roads and stuff to them
1: talk, talk about the collaborative effort that made all this possible
3: you know, uh, to begin with, uh, I don't. I want to make sure the people in the county realize what these first responders are willing to do to protect a a stranger's home. You know, at any, wow. any point in time, uh, we we had people not just from our county, all over the county, responding. We had departments from Currituck County coming from the coast of North Carolina. Uh, the Forest Service called in resources, so you had them from across the country, from Washington State, coming here to to do what they do. To, to try to save stuff for, for strangers so you can't put thank you enough into that for, for them to come and willing to help
0: that's what we talked about all week is the fact that uh, we know for a fact that through y'all's efforts homes were saved and uh, for that, we'll always be grateful. I think Noah, you ran into someone. Well, who's...
1: well just yeah, just just this week on the homeowners that was on Kyle's Creek. They were they could not express their gratitude enough for just the the efforts and the just everything you guys put on the line to help them. I mean, it, it, he was overwhelmed uh, with just what the experience was, and, and it really caused him to think about what what mattered in life when he here here's facing losing everything, uh, but you guys saved his home.
3: It it, it is, you know, and it that's a compassionate side of people coming out uh, you know from first responders they want people to be able to do the same for their homes so they
0: they have that expectations uh, this was uh in your home backyard chief uh, uh almost literally yes
3: sir i, I live almost in, the, literally. in the fruitland community so yeah. I, I live directly in that area as well as that's as is where i'm working at now and been a member of the fire department for over 30 years there so
0: well, uh, Kevin Waldrop is here with the uh, Henderson County Fire Marshal's Office. And, uh, Kevin, tell us of the role that you guys played in this battle.
4: Well, the uh, Fire Marshal's Office, of course, uh, Henderson County Fire Marshal's Office is part of Henderson County Emergency Services. And uh, with any big big incident, whether it be a wildfire, flood, or, or hurricane, we, uh, we're, we're support to all the local agencies, the uh, fire departments and sheriff's office and the EMS and and uh, the role we played was uh, a liaison between the different agencies and supporting the fire departments and um, being a liaison with the, uh, the North Carolina State Office of the Fire Marshal's Office, uh, which uh, brought in units from other parts of the state, uh, from North Carolina Emergency Management to help manage uh, uh, the incident as well. But we, we, we supplied people to um, assist with the incident management uh, portion of it and uh, and the logistics and, and uh, the liaison with just the different agencies.
0: That was a big operation to to be controlling and to making sure that everybody had what they needed to to battle the blaze.
4: That that's correct. And the uh, uh, North Carolina Fire Service course was another uh, ma- a major player that we uh, that we uh, had a liaison with to coordinate the efforts and making sure everybody's on the same sheet of music.
1: And Kevin, how many years have you been in, in service?
4: Oh, uh, I've, i well, truthfully, I'm, I'm like chief Griffin. I'm a member of Eddie fire department and I've been in it since 1981. So wow. I don't live as close as, as chief Griffin does, but I, I still live in the Eddieville area. So it's in yeah, somewhat yeah. In my backyard. As it well.
0: was yeah. Right yeah. in your home turf there.
1: Thank you so much.
2: And I did want to add one thing. We had 18 agencies from Henderson County involved in the fire everything for rescue squad, sheriff's department, all of our departments, and then 50 agencies from all across the state. Wow. So I mean, you know, almost 70 agencies total. And 400, over 400 personnel, I think, total that was here. So we thank all of our neighbors that came from everywhere to help us out. That's the whole yeah.
0: intent and purpose of this show this yeah. morning is to say thank you to everybody. And uh, – uh, Even the Sheriff's Department, Andrew Starling, you uh, uh, with the Sheriff's Department. Tell us about the role you guys played.
5: Um, At the Sheriff's Office, uh, we were able to supply the command bus that we were able to purchase a couple of years ago with asset forfeiture money. Yeah. Um, So we were able to take that up there to have kind of a command center. Um, we also supplied personnel um, for traffic control you know there's a lot of onlookers that wanted to come in and see the fire so we were able to provide some road closure assistance and uh, and provide some safety to the firemen um, that were going in and out in some of the vehicles there and then also um, some of our vips which is the volunteer and partnership uh, guys come out and help uh, do some traffic control as well and then several of us played a support role um, as uh, the fire marshal was saying um, we're part of the local uh uh, incident management team so we were there to be able to assist and, and provide whatever they needed um, and help out any way we can. Uh, like uh, Chief Griffin and Fire Marshal Waldrop, um, you know, I grew up in the Fruitland community so a lot of what was going on there, you know, uh, made a big impact just, you know, where, where you come yeah. from. You want to make sure it's uh, protected. So
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, tra- you train all these years and you, I mean, to have the this event happen in your backyard, I mean, it, I mean, it had to hit hard
5: Right. We're, we're fortunate in Harrison County. We have a great group of emergency service personnel. Um, the relationships that we've all built over the years and, and, and to be able to work with other agencies, um, it, it showed itself last week in the success of the operation. Just everybody be able to, to talk and communicate and, and work together effectively? And that training that we've done over the years together, it really showed um, this past couple That's weeks. That's
0: great. That's great well the forest service uh you guys were uh in the woods uh, you you were uh in the restaurant business when the when the things go south they say you were in the we're in the weeds Well, you were in the woods and yes, you sir. guys uh uh michael uh cheek. Cheek? Michael cheek okay michael thank you so much for coming in here today and oh, you're welcome Thank you so much for what you guys did, and tell us about the Forest Service and how um, massive an operation this was for you
6: guys. So for the Forest Service, we're responsible for most woods wildfires or, or, or brush fires in the woods, and we do work collaboratively with all of our partners uh, as, a, as a team. But what we're able to bring to the table, we uh, bring in heavy bulldozers, we bring in hand crews, we bring our in our aviation assets, so we had scout planes, we had helicopters with water buckets, we had our single engine air tankers. Um, we actually borrowed some resources from the U.S. Forest Service, too, because we didn't have enough resources on scene to, to properly execute our plan, what we wanted to do, because this was so fast-moving with the weather event we were dealing with there.
0: Yeah. I heard uh, I heard you guys talking during the event that the, there was a, a lot of deep-rooted fire down in yes, the sir. floor of the forest that really gave you guys a problem.
6: Well, in these in these long droughts, you know, you got the forest floor that's got layers and layers of leaves. Well, bet- as the leaves build up over the years, it's called the organic matter, and they don't always break down. They don't always become dirt for 10, 15 years or longer. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a deep layer of leaves, the drier we are, the deeper that fire will burn all the way down to bare soil. And seeing as how we were in a, a pretty good drought uh, before this last rain event, uh, these fires they were burning all the logs that were on the forest floor kind of decomposing uh, limbs and branches but also all the leaf layer that's been building up there over the years and that
0: was uh, the, a large part of the reason you had to bring in bulldozers and dig so yes, deep sir. right?
6: Yes sir we we learned early on that simple hand lines our, our usual tactic of a hand crew just uh, making a three to four foot wide line was not going to hold this fire these fires were burning hot they're moving fast. They're jumping a lot of our hand lines. So we had to bring in uh, uh, bulldozers. Um, we looked for old road systems in the area and opened up old, old woods roads uh, for, across these private properties. Or we put in dozer line where we needed to to make a wide enough break to where we could hold it to prevent the fire from going any further. Wow.
0: And this was uh, like a two-week-plus operation,
6: wasn't it? Yes, sir. I mean, it, w- we got the Ford. Movement of the fire stopped, I believe, after day three or four. But once we stop it from moving forward, then we have to hold it. Then yeah. we have to contain it. Then we have to get it out so it won't jump those lines. So, so yes, it is a long duration incident.
0: Well, guys, uh, we're out of time. Uh, Noah I wish we could talk to these guys for a long time because uh, we owe you all every single one of you. We owe you a debt of gratitude. And that's why we wanted to uh, bring you in today and honor you guys for sleepless nights, man, and hard work. Uh, We felt it. We know uh, exactly how much we appreciate it. We're from the bottom of our hearts and uh, we appreciate the uh, one plus zero eight inches of rain that we got this week too. We are We're thankful for
1: a lot of things, Noah. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. And to everybody, I mean, you said 400 plus, you know, on the ground. And then the 18 agencies, the 50 other agencies, I mean, incredible. Thank y'all so much. Noah, thank you for bringing us the Hometown hero
0: series. We'll see you back here next Friday.
7: Hey, guys. It's Lucy Miller George, your favorite nine-year-old. And I'm here to talk about the George Real Estate Group. Are you ready to sell your home? And move on to bigger and better things. Well, let me tell you. My family knows a thing or two about selling houses. We have the experience of helping over 1,300 families. And let's be real, selling your home is a big deal. But with our expert guidance and our terrible dad jokes and Lucy jokes, we will make the process as easy and painless as possible. Want to hear a joke? Why did the real estate agent cross the road? To get to the other listing. Okay, maybe our jokes aren't the best. But our selling skills are definitely are. Give us a call today, 828-393-0134. Have a nice day.